Yo, what's up, everybody? On this episode of the Bullpen Podcast, me and the co-founder and current CEO of CoinGecko.com, Bobby Ong, are going to be having a great chat about exactly what they have going on and what sets them apart from every other crypto data analytics and research platform on the market. Let's do it. Oh, wait. One more thing before we get to the podcast. In this podcast, The Crypto Bully, any co-host and his guests do not give financial or investment advice and encourage you to do your own research on all topics mentioned. Do not invest into this market what you can't afford to lose. I bet I know what you're thinking. Is this really Morgan Freeman? Well, unfortunately not. But Lyndon thought it would be a good idea to use such a soothing voice for the legal mumbo-jumbo to smooth things over. Now, let's do it. Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Play ball! Podcast number nine, the crypto bully. Wow! <laughs> he makes it look so easy. And that ball has left the stadium. Yo, what is up, everybody? Uh, coming to you live again with another episode. So, the gentleman I have on right now, I I'm actually a fan of what he has been a part of creating. Um, he has actually came up with a website I'm sure people are probably familiar with called CoinGecko.com. Super awesome. Um, and I mean, without further ado, man, I'm just going to bring him in, bring him into the podcast and let him introduce himself and uh, tell him a little bit, uh, to, you know, have him tell a little bit about everybody. So how you doing, Bobby? Hi, hi, Linden. I'm very good here. How are you guys? Good, good. Cannot complain, man. Again, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Super appreciate you. Um, you know, we were talking literally two seconds ago. I told you, man, I've actually, I've been a fan of CoinGecko for a while now. I really, honestly, truly love what you've done with the website, uh, what you guys are doing with everything. I mean, it's so much information here. Uh, but before we even get into detail with that and things, why don't you just give the listeners a little bit of background on yourself and kind of tell people about, you know, kind of how you got into crypto in general? Sure, sure. So uh, maybe I'll start a little bit by telling um, what CoinGecko is and how we got started and how I got into the space. So, so CoinGecko was started in April 2014. So we're actually nearly five years old right now. Mm-hmm. And our aim is we really want to collect fundamental data surrounding cryptocurrencies. So what we do is we track price, trading volume, uh, market capitalization. We also track more fundamental data such as developer stats for each coin. So we track we track GitHub, Bitbucket, and GitLab to see number of commits, number of stars, number of issues, number of watches, uh, number of codes uh, line written and deleted. And we also track the social media stats to track the community size for each so we track the number of followers on Twitter, number of likes on Facebook, Reddit posts, comments, and also Telegram. 
So we've been doing this for nearly five years. We started in 2014. We at the start it was only 20 coins, but we started adding more and more coins, and then things started going crazy in 2017, right. 2018. <laughs> now we have 4,000 coins and Wow. Number of exchanges, when we started in 2014, there was only a few big exchanges. Many have died off, but many new ones have come up. And what we saw is an influx of many new exchanges. So we now track 300 plus exchanges on, on, on CoinGecko. So we track 4,000 coins from 300 exchanges. And, and we have a huge backlog of exchanges. I think 2019, you see a lot of new exchanges being created and added. So yeah, it's been a very interesting journey uh, for CoinGecko for the past five years. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, uh, I, I got into the space, into the Bitcoin space in 2013. So I first heard about, I first found out about Bitcoin in 2013. And so I actually have a background, uh, got a degree in economics. So I went to University College London and I graduated in 2012. As I, as I was finishing uni and uh, shortly after graduating, I was teaching myself how to code. And I was spending a lot of time trying to learn how to code and because, and then I spent a lot of time in programmers forum uh -huh. and, and these guys uh, were talking about this new magic internet money, uh, Bitcoin and guys in the Valley were pretty crazy about Bitcoin back in 2013. So I thought like, okay, this is pretty interesting. Like I, I just spent three years of my life in London learning about money and my lecturers did not mention Bitcoin at all. Well, wow. kind of good thing because if they did mention Bitcoin 2012, 2011, they probably think that it's used by drug dealers and all. So, and then, and then I, I was reading up all these guys, these grammars, and these guys are all pretty crazy into Bitcoin. So something just doesn't add up. Either these guys are crazy talking about Bitcoin, about this new form of money. Yeah. <laughs> all my lecturers in uni are outdated. Right. I thought like, okay, you know what? It doesn't harm me to read the white paper to see the Bitcoin white paper to see if there's any truth to it. So I read the white paper and then, okay, there's probably some truth to it. And then I started making, uh, just just for the, to try out, I buy my first Bitcoin. Um, and then and I started moving it around and then, oh, this is actually real. This is thing, I actually own the, co the coin. Like the money in the bank is not really my money, but the Bitcoin that I hold and you see my wallet is actually my, my money. No one can actually take it away from me if, if I don't let them, if, if I don't allow them. So that to me was a big revelation. So right. that, that was a big thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So, wow. So, yeah, you've, so, I mean, you've, just, obviously, you've been in the game. If CoinGecko's been around since 14, you've definitely been in the game for a while. And, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. The, the blockchain and the cryptocurrency aspect is something I just fell in love with, uh, upon a friend of mine mentioned it to me. So I can completely understand where you come from with that. And, um, and, and again, man, just, I mean, looking at CoinGecko, uh, you and your team has done such a great job with this because like, I really feel like CoinGecko is like a one-stop shop where you can find so much data for different cryptocurrencies or exchanges all in one place. Like you were saying earlier, I mean, you have developer tabs that, you know, uh, show, you know, commits within the last four weeks, uh, contributors, you have social tabs, you give information about chains, all-time highs. And the other thing I love about it is that it's intuitive. So it's not like this huge, difficult website to navigate. It's all very in front of you. 
uh, plain and simple, and it carries a lot of data, and it's very neatly organized. And that is what I appreciate the most about CoinGecko, because, you know, most people, when they come into the game, just like, you know, most people, uh, you know, the, the thing you hear about all the time is coin market cap, coin market cap. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I remember I was talking to a friend of mine. I had, you know, been in crypto now for a little bit over a year um, at the time when I was talking to him. And he was like, man, have you ever heard of CoinGecko? And I was like, no. So he was like, yo, go check it out. And I was like, okay, I'll go see what it is. I went and looked at it and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, this is, and it's funny because I had been thinking previous to that, I was like, man. I wish somebody that would create a website similar to Coin Market Capital with more information on it. And then when I saw this, it was just like, ah. I was like, it's right here. <laughs> so yeah. uh, kudos, big kudos to you guys. Like how I'm really curious, like there is a lot of information on here, um, a lot of well-organized information. Like what does it really take to create something like this? Because I, I would assume this is obviously not simple, not something easy to do. Yeah, um, so obviously you can't do this manually. You gotta have uh, bots running to create uh, to collect all this information. So we have right. we have a setup and we have a few servers running around, and then uh, we plug into all the exchanges API to get like uh, real time price. We have plugged into Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, GitHub, Bitbucket, GitLabs API to get all this data. Right. Uh, recently, we started uh, integrating with uh, Block Explorers to get on chain data as well. So really what we really want to do is to get a 360 overview of cryptocurrencies for 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 people like you and me to really find out about state of any any coin and and we've been collecting all this information and then we have uh, if you go to our website coingecko you can click on all time high tab and you can kind of see quite easily like what's the all time high what's the fall from this high yes. and and since then can you even see like in one glance like what's the market cap dominance of all these coins so really, we just want to collect as much information as we can and then present it in a way that is easy to understand for everybody. And we've been doing a lot of things. So one of the things that we've been pushing out uh, since last year is our free API. So we have an, all the data that you see on CoinGecko. If you really want to pull out into your Excel spreadsheet or, or just to do some analysis or to run a website and to have price information, we have an API that... Uh, you can basically query and get all the information, pretty much all the information that you see on CoinGecko. And, and we just want to keep it free and keep it free for as long as we can financially afford to do so. So uh, it's been used by a lot of people. Uh, so it's coingecko.com slash API. Uh, at the moment, it's used by services such as uh, MyEtherWallet, Etherscan, mm -hmm. uh, Trezor, uh, and then a bunch of other explorers like EOSPark, CryptoID, um, Blockchain. Uh, if you're into masternodes, masternodes.online pull their price data information from CoinGecko. Right. And, and yeah, that's that's one of the things that we want to provide services to build an open, decentralized financial future financial system for the future. That is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean a lot a lot of what you just said made a lot of sense. And um I think I think you definitely accomplished your goal of what you were trying to do with CoinGecko as far as making all of this information available and making it easy to access it. Cause I mean you I mean you got coins, ICOs, exchanges, uh, you know, you had you you have information on here about the Bitcoin halving, the Litecoin halving. I mean, like you were saying, the API. 
I mean, this is this is really amazing. Like, this is so easy to use. And it's just like, I can easily navigate through here. And no matter what I'm doing, instead of having to go to each individual site, like you were saying, all, all of the uh, where the API is pulling from, it's just all right here in one space. And it's just like, boom, right in your face. Simple. You know, click on the tab and you're right there. So, you know, that that makes so much sense. Um, like what's I think with doing with running coin gecko, like what would you say is like your your biggest challenge with, you know, running something like this to this magnitude, like say on a day to day basis? So when we started in 2014, there wasn't that many coins or that many exchanges. So it was we, we always thought that we'll reach a state where we managed to track all the coins and all the exchanges that the world ever have. And then when we, once we reach there, it's kind of like a state of nirvana. We kind of kind of rest. Right. And kind of, okay, monitor the market and do more deeper analysis. But what we realized was uh, the number of coins never reach a maximum. Like there's always more people creating new coins and then there's more exchanges coming about every day. So it's a constant better trying to add new coins, new exchanges, uh, new ICOs on stage uh, onto CoinGecko. And then what we realized is that these exchanges that we are plugged into, these guys change their API and then things go down and the data doesn't come in for all kinds of reasons. So all kind of data maintenance issue, trying to keep the site up. Right. And, and the other challenge that we face actually is that what we realize is that the crypto space moves really quick. What is relevant now uh, kind of changes every six months or so. So right. the team kind of change and then we kind of have to adapt and innovate to kind of stay relevant to the space. Otherwise, uh, just just uh, you just go become become like a dinosaur in this space. Things just move <laughs> so quickly in this space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very right about that. Yeah, stuff is like rapid. It's crazy how fast things change. Um, how fast projects can come and go, ICOs can come and go, exchanges can even come and go. And uh, I feel like you guys actually do a really good job with staying on top of things. You know, I'm in, uh, I'm involved with the Coin ECC and just watching the team interact with your team from that perspective, man, you guys are very, very responsive. Um, and that's another thing I appreciate from a backend perspective. You know, you guys definitely take what you're doing serious. Um, and you, I feel like you, you deliver a premium product. And like you were saying early, earlier, you know, which is awesome about it, it's free. Um, and you know, knowing that you, you guys are really trying to remain on that route. That's, that's pretty awesome. And I definitely could appreciate that. <clears throat> um, and I mean, and with that in mind, like with, uh, I mean, you saying you guys plan on staying free, you know, forever. And I think one of the biggest things, I think one of the differences that I see on CoinGecko from a lot of other places is I don't see advertisements. So do you guys ever plan on like going down, down that road or being involved in, in that? Or do you plan on pretty much just like leaving that on the, on the wayside? Actually, we do have advertisements. Um, we, we have quite a lot of ads. You're probably using, um, my guess is an ad blocker or Brave Browser. Ah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't fault you for that. Uh, I, I use it as well. Uh, but uh, we have to pay the bills. So of this, uh, advertising is our main business model. So um, we sell ads to clients. Um, it was a lot to ICO companies in the last one and a half year, uh, but it's sort of quite quiet these days. So kind of taking it as you go along. So at the moment, advertising is the main business model on how we keep, uh, keep the operations running. 
Gotcha. Okay, that, that, that absolutely makes sense. So that's how you're able to keep it free to the people who are using it and going on and spectating. You know, look at the data yeah. that you have. So that's that's awesome. That's right. That's right. I mean, yeah, advertising, like it or hate it. I mean, it's kind of how the internet works at this point in time until some of the new business model gets invented. That is, uh, that can that can monetize. Uh, that the publishers can get paid fairly uh, equally, and then we can kind of consider moving it. But up to that time, like advertising still runs the internet. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely agree there. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. A lot of obviously uh, uh, free sites that you see, uh, apps, you know, things like that. Definitely rely on that advertising to basically bring in the funds to be able to make it free to the users, the actual users. So yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, and that's pretty. Like, do you ever think like? I guess when you're looking at CoinGecko, do you ever look at other um, uh, data websites similar to yours and try to compare or how to, you know, think, think, try to forward think like, okay, what can we do to kind of stay ahead of the game in this market to make sure CoinGecko is among the highest as far as quality when it comes to what you guys are doing? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, it's part of the game. Like you... You got to know who your competitors are and then you see what they do and then you try to uh, think how can you do better than them. So yeah, I have to say that we do track out what the other guys are doing and then see what we can improve on our side. Um, one of the things that we are pushing really hard is uh, transparency in the space. Mm-hmm. So we just want to put out as much information as we can. We believe that uh, if there's a coin, like there should be as much information available to the guy on the street who wants to research this coin and we want to be the one-stop place where anybody can research this coin so one of the things that um, we try really hard to do is to track the available supply so if you go to like coins like 0x for example there's like a bunch of information that we create so you get the total coins that is available and then we have uh, literally we get uh, the address from the coin teams itself talk to each of every single one of them and then we deduct the coins that are held by the foundation for example for zero x case there's external development fund that is held in this address and then we get this address and we query either scan every day to get an amount of coins available and then we deduct them from total to get an estimated circulating supply so there's a bunch of uh, wallets held by the zero x team wow and the team vesting wallets that we actually count and deduct to get the real life circulating supply automatically updated every day Wow. So yeah, you guys do some serious due diligence then to make sure that the data you're pushing across is accurate. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of things more. We have this uh, beam feature where like project teams actually post updates, updates from from uh, that they can share with the community. Yes. And then the aim is actually we have a mobile app on uh, that we have. So mm-hmm. we don't have the mobile app. Can't get a mobile app. We have to download it, get price and it. We want to start doing push notification on this beam update. So if you favorite a coin, say for example, you're from, the, you know, you're close to the ECC team. So if you favorite ECC coin on your mobile app, and in the future when the ECC team push up a beam update, they can you can get a push notification of what are new things that these guys have done. Right. So you can. So we have a bunch of of teams that's really pushing updates. For example, Qterm, Dark, uh, Adash. Uh, Z coin and many other coins. So whenever, if you favor any of these coins, we want to have like notify notify you directly whenever these guys made a new update. So you never miss out on 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 updates from the team. It's kind of really hard to follow all these updates. If you think about it, that's over four thousand coins. There's so many coins to follow up. Right. To get updates on. 
Yes, that is very true. And that's definitely one aspect that I really like about CoinGecko is that being featured where, yeah, you can basically choose, you know, you can figure out, you know, okay, what coin do I want to follow? And then like you said, as that team or that project puts out information, it's just like, bing, it's right there. Again, another great place, another great resource to get everything all at once. So, yeah, that's, on. I, I think that was an amazing idea. Definitely a great idea to implement, uh, to implement on CoinGecko without a doubt. Yeah. And one more thing that, that we have on the site that um, a lot of people don't really realize is that we actually publish a crypto report every quarter. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in 2018, we actually published an 83-page PDF of the state of the crypto market. And it basically went through everything uh, the market. It went through, like, what was the price action? And it went through some of the look through the ICO market. Basically, last year was a bad year. Everything went down uh, 70, 90% in price. Uh, it went through some of the exchanges, some of the trends, some of the amount of money stolen in crypto. Um, we look at uh, the stable coins section, uh, stable coins. There's a lot of stable coins being created last year. Uh, yes. We look yes. at the masternodes, we look at non fungible tokens, dApps, and, and many more. So every quarter, sometime, around the middle of the next quarter, we'll try to publish our next report. So we're targeting to publish our Q1 report sometimes in April, mid-April. So that will be interesting to see how how, how the market move on since yes. uh, this year. Yeah, definitely. And I look forward to reading that. That was another thing I was going to bring up that I really liked here. You guys do your quarterly reports and a yearly report. And just so anybody who's listening, understand that these reports are they are detailed. So you guys go into extreme detail talking about the things that are happening in the market. And I, for one, can really appreciate that. Um, again, pushing that out. I don't even know if any other websites th that's in your field that's doing that, actually, now that I think about it. Um, so definitely kudos to you guys for that. I mean, you guys give a lot of specific information regarding, like you said, stable coins, exchanges, all types of information for you. Yeah. So, so anybody who's listening, um, if you don't do anything else, <laughs> go to CoinGecko's website, definitely check out the reports. And I'm telling you, look at the, I mean, you got, like you said, you guys have the, the 2018 yearly report. The thing is, what is it like? It's like, I think it's like 80 pages and it's, so yeah, like yeah, 80 pages. It, yeah, a lot of work that went in. Yeah, definitely a lot of work. So, yeah, I mean, again, that's something I could definitely appreciate. And uh, kudos to you guys for that, man. I mean, you guys, I, I'm not even, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Like, you guys are pushing out a lot of data and a lot of information. And you guys are doing it in such a clean way. And I could only imagine how many man hours goes into doing something like this. Like, it's got to be crazy. <laughs> We never really measured it, but yeah, I mean, putting in man hours, it'd be like a lot. I can't imagine. Like, we have a few guys working on this report, and then we, we yeah, it's like a, two weeks before we publish it, it's just like a mad crunch trying to get this report <laughs> up. Fact checking every single thing, trying to make sure that the facts that we put up, like, is right. as accurate as we can possibly verify at the point in time that we publish it. Man, yeah, I could, I like I said, I could only imagine, man. But I mean, again, apl applied for me, applied huge applause for me, man, because you guys pull it off and you continuously and consistently pull it off. So that's yeah. that, that's pretty impressive. Um, I mean, yeah. we believe that 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 everyone in this space should try to educate themselves as much as they can, and uh, yes. uh, there's just so much going on around in this space, and then we just want to make it really 
simple for someone to come into the space and like if you don't i mean if you follow crypto every day like us you get to see a lot of things but not everyone is in crypto full-time and and maybe, maybe they want to check crypto once a month or once every quarter or so in this report we just want to make it easy for these guys to like come in and say like okay crypto has changed in all these different aspects so like right. this is a good starting point to start research and then like and then get along to basically jump down the rabbit hole and see what other things you can find from this space very true yep and this is definitely a great place to do this yeah this is i've referred plenty of people <laughs> to you guys' website and Thank it you. is it's, yeah, it's i think it is it's a really good spot it's really good i mean it's a really good spot for anybody whether you're a new but complete new person in crypto or you're experienced it's so much great information here that is literally pretty much a click away um, I know for me personally, I love the developer tab. That's what I look at the most uh, just because I like, you know, uh, seeing about commits and, you know, see what's been going on, code changes, things like that. So I love that feature. But I mean, it's really something on here for pretty much anybody and everybody. I mean, events. I mean, you guys have it all. So, um, yeah, keep it up because <laughs> you guys are, are killing it. Definitely. Without a doubt. So. Yeah. I'm curious, man. When it when it comes to you, um, outside of what you're doing with Coin Gecko, do you do you invest in crypto yourself at all? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, I used to trade a lot, and mm-hmm. that's actually how we got the idea for Coin Gecko. So mm-hmm. back in, in 20, 20, 2014, like we were trading a lot, and then we were trying to find more information on the coins that we trade. We we're trying to find an edge. So, but what we what we did was when we go around searching online, went to I mean, back then it was Bitcoin talk and all the guys were talking in Bitcoin talk. Now it's more Reddit and Telegram. But those days, there wasn't any Telegram and there wasn't much conversation on Reddit. Uh, there's a bunch of guys just going around. This coin is the best because it has the largest community. Uh, and then they say you got a bigger Facebook and all. And they say this coin is best because it's got the best developer. And then I say, okay, this is pretty interesting. Everyone's claiming the coin is the best, but which coin is actually the best? Um, Right. And I thought like, you know what, all this information, you can actually pull them from Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, GitHub, and actually put them together and see which one's got the most stars or most interest from the developers. And, and, and let's do it. So, so yeah. So I, and then we found some interesting information that we, we used to kind of uh, trade on. But uh, these days, we're just so busy with things that, that don't really trade as much, but, but just, just go around. Like, I mean, mostly a holder approach. If we see a coin that we like, that we can that 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 we can hold for long term, we just buy and hold long term, and then just ride through the price. Yes. Uh, it's like the, the price speculation, of ups and downs of the coin, and then just hold and see what happens to it every uh, in a few years time. Yep. Yeah. I um, can. Yep. <laughs> I can... Yeah. I mean, last year, twenty seventeen was pretty crazy. Twenty seventeen and. 2018 like was pretty crazy especially the first half late 2017 early 2018 the ico boom was pretty was insane number yeah. of uh <laughs> projects <laughs> yeah it was it was number of projects coming by offering a uh sale and all like and it doesn't take a lot like actually if you don't do any research back then you just buy any coin you probably had a lot of money but yeah i'm pretty glad <laughs> that that time is over yeah no joke i am too like i i'm not yeah that was insane like alt summer of 2017 leading up to the bitcoin bull run late 2017 into 2018 and then the ico boom like all of that was completely insane i mean it was like 
Everybody was screaming about crypto. It was on MSNBC, Bloomberg. I mean, it was everywhere. And I had people coming to me, like literally asking me, what do I buy? What do I buy? What should I buy? How much money should I put in? And I'm just like, whoa. I was like, we got it. You got to do some research. You got to figure it. And they're just like, no, I just have money. I want to put it in. I want to get rich. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's nice that that has uh, kind of calmed down now. And it's just like kind of mellowed out. Um, and I can, I feel like I can breathe now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, super. Yeah, bad. I mean, actually, actually, you, all your friends they just bought any coin during that bull run. Like they probably made they made money from it, but they just got to find the right time to sell. You got to sell before things crash. Exactly. I guess you can always say it's it's really easy to make money in a bull market, but during the bear market, like it's not easy to make money. Like no one's going in to to trade, and this is. During this bear market, you really have to go in and do your research and check on each coin quality and check yes. the team running it and see what you think about each coin. Like you during the bull market, just buy any coin and you probably make money from it. But bear market is when time like it's so easy to lose like ninety percent of the value of your coin if you hold yes. it once. In fact, oh, not man. from once. Almost any coin you make you lose money before from twenty eighteen or from January 2018 onwards. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it seems like almost every coin has dipped down at least 75% or lower. So it's just like uh, you held a little too long, unless you're long-term in it. Yeah, it's not. It's the, your uh, wallet's not looking too good right now as far as uh, percentages. But yeah, yeah but that, that's kind of how I am too. I'm, I'm with you on the fact that when I do my research and I look for a coin to buy, generally I'm a long-term trader. So I like to hold anything I buy, I like to hold for at least a year at least a year and just let it chill, let it sit. Um, and I'm, I, I, me personally, I'm honestly enjoying this bear market. Like it, it's cool. It gives me time to like relax and do research without a coin mooning every other day. <laughs> and there'd be like mass hysteria all over the place. So, you know, I've just been kind of yeah. just relaxing and uh, having interviews with awesome individuals like you. <laughs> I agree. I agree. This, this time is good. Like, I mean, it's not, insane we get some time to breathe we get to like chill right and then we gotta do some research on coin read some white papers and all. during the bull market it's just like every day something's going out and it's like why it just doesn't make any sense i know right yeah no, <laughs> no joke it's, yeah it gets insane during bull market it is going to be interesting to see though when we start moving back into the next bull phase i'm going to be very 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 curious to see how um everybody is going to react to that to see you know how the news reacts to it how the general public reacts to it you know just to see you know kind of how things go um and i mean even just thinking about the price action in general you know determining you know where whether we're gonna you know you know move back up how long it's gonna basically take to get back into that momentum of the bull market right it's anybody's call uh but I'm very much so paying attention to that. Even now, I'm paying attention to it now. The price action now is just so interesting. Seems like we're just going back and forth. It uh, seems like between 4,100 and, and uh, 3,500 right now. So I'm just keeping my eye on it, man, seeing what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pretty stable start to the year. Like, I mean, price hasn't really moved between the 3,500 to $4,000 band for Bitcoin. Yep. It's been pretty stable not volatile, but I think it's going to be a very tough 2019. I don't think it's going to be a, I mean, a lot of people are optimistic and they say that the bottom is here. We're going to, we're going to see bull run coming. Right. I think, I think we still got some time. Uh, right. I don't think it's any time near. I think it's just going to be a long struggle before we see uh, things improving. Um, 
is, I mean, we've been around for a long time. So we observed the previous bear market. It was tough. Uh, seeing yeah. Bitcoin going down from uh, $1,200 in January or February 2014. Yeah. And going all the way down to like $200 Crazy. in late 2016. That was about 80% fall as well. But it was a slow fall, unlike the current one, which was a steep fall. So right. a lot of people got wrecked. Um, but I mean, expect like there was close to three years of pretty much bearish sentiment. And then a lot of guys kind of gave up. Uh, right. I think it's, we're still pretty early in, if you look at the bear cycle. <laughs> so I would expect a long-term winter, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because I honestly agree with you. When I look at, yeah, previous market cycles and seeing, I mean, of course, you know, everybody wants the price to go back up. Everybody wants to be back in bull season because it's exciting. But me personally, I like to see, um, you know, in correlation with, you know, previous market cycles, I like a longer bear market only because it gives the market time to breathe. So it's just not like this craziness all the time. Because I mean, just like I tell people, you know, something that goes up can't go up forever. It's going to yeah. come down eventually. So it's just like, you yeah. know, when, when we were near 20,000, I was scared. I was like, yo, when is this going to fall? Like, I was like, I'm I'm literally getting worried because I'm like, if this keeps going up, like what could end up happening to the market as a whole? So when it started yeah. to pull back right before it hit 20K, I was just like, oh, finally. <laughs> yeah, I keep telling the same thing to my friends as well. I mean, what goes up will come down. Exactly. But I like to add this thing. What goes down may never come up that's true yeah that's 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 also true that is so if you buy a shit coin like what yeah. goes up will come down but if it comes down it may never come out it may go to zero that's true and that's why it's important to go on the coin gecko and to do your research yeah. <coughs> on the coins you're going to invest in yep yeah, i gotta read the white paper i mean if it's a shitty white paper if it's a crappy team they don't communicate in your telegram and all Right. Uh, it's really something that you want to stay away. There's just so many scams in this space. It is. Um, but I'm so glad that this bear market is uh, going, uh, it's taking a long time for, for before it turns bullish again. Like, yeah. it kind of rid this market of all the scammers. Like, yes, exactly. Yep. A lot less scammer in this space right now, but there's still a lot of scammers going around, but it's more manageable. Like, back in like early 2018, number of scammers going around pushing crappy projects and all kinds of weird scams just insane exactly. uh, if you go to any conference like half the people i mean not half a lot of the guys that you meet are hustlers trying to get money to get you to part of your money to some projects that you don't even know if it's real or not yep so yeah pretty good that all the scammers <laughs> have kind of lost interest in this space and move on to something else yeah i definitely agree yeah this bear market has that was the one thing i was excited about during the during the bull market i was like Man, I cannot wait until this bear market so it starts to purge these projects that are scams and the people that are scams. Because, I mean, you know, I, I help a community uh, and, you know, open myself up to questions. I had people, you know, at bringing projects to me and they were bringing me white papers and it used to scare me that they would even ask me if it was a scam. Because literally the white paper was like a 12 page PowerPoint presentation. Oh, like nothing technical based at all. And I was just like, uh, yeah, this is this definitely probably either a scam or you should be scared <laughs> if you. Yeah, but that's you, the thing, right? Like I always talk to people and they come to me as well with some projects. And I, I look at these guys like, you you can't be serious. You can't put any money in this project. Like, 
Right. I mean, maybe your palm. I mean, you 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 may consider yourself lucky then if he does. But I mean, personally, I wouldn't put any money in it. And I I tell these guys like you should really look into putting your money into acquiring Bitcoin. Like yeah. Um, you should put enough money to get one whole Bitcoin and then hold it for a long term and not speculate on all this. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can speculate on these small projects, but it shouldn't be your main crypto holding. Exactly. You should still kind of hold majority of your crypto holdings. I mean, most of your funds should be in traditional investments, equities and all the normal stuff. But if you have extra money that you want to invest or speculate on, I mean, you can put some in crypto as a hedge against the, uh, as a hedge. And if you look into a crypto portfolio, it should be mainly Bitcoin and then followed by Ethereum and a rough gauge would be following the market dominance of each coin. That would be like the safe approach to buying coins. Right. But most of these guys just keep telling me, but I can't own one Bitcoin. It's a lot of money. I, I just got to own some of the coins that is less than a dollar. That logic doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. But <laughs> it's really hard trying to convince someone that's already been converted. So that, yeah, yeah. that's a hard part. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. I used to get asked that all the time. They were like, yo, but I can't get a whole one. So why would I even buy it? I'm like, you have to think about it. Whether you buy $50 of a shit coin or $50 of a Bitcoin, it's still $50. So to me, yeah. it would make more sense to put the money into the smarter investment, not just based off of per, 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 you know percentage of potential gains. Because of course, it's awesome if you can put $50 into a, a really cheap coin and you, you know, multiplying your investment by 10, but at what cost, you know, like, what do you really know about that project? Are you really paying attention to those charts? Are you even going to be able to liquidate that money? Is the liquidity there? You know, there's so many different factors to come in when you're really talking about doing that. And again, you know, the all game could be a dangerous game. So yeah, that, and that's what I do personally. I kind of have like my Bitcoin holdings that I use as a hedge against uh when i mess around with altcoins and things like that and again i do crazy due diligence like i'm, I'm probably a little obsessive on my due diligence when i look at the projects but i guess i just kind of have a standard to where it's just like you know if i can't if certain information if it's not there i'm just like i'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole and that's just how yeah. i am and so. you should you should i mean you should do all the due diligence you can to a coin you should be able to explain what a coin is inside out i mean rough from a high level point of view if you don't know a coin and you're buying that particular coin because your friend tell you to buy or because you heard something good about it on reddit or bitcoin talk or wherever you heard about it right you're essentially gambling it's like taking your money to a roulette table and betting it on black or some number there like that that, that is no different from taking the money and going to a casino it's the same because you, yeah. you don't know what you're doing yeah yeah very true speculation but <laughs> yeah but nobody likes to hear that like but that's yeah. the truth. If you don't know what you're buying, you're basically gambling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that is the truth. Yeah, it's crazy that people don't like to hear that. It's like they, it's like they just they just plug their ears and they're just like la 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 la. No, I'm like no. You want to you want to listen to this part. This is important. At least if you're gonna gamble, understand that you're gambling. You know, know what you're doing, know what you're getting yourself into. Because I think a lot of people, a lot of people often underestimate um, the likelihood of a project not meeting what they say they want to basically accomplish within, you know, their respective uh, field and, uh, or, you know, whatever their project is aiming to accomplish. And I, you know, I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I have to remember this. This is still barely every, all the cryptocurrency is still barely 
10 years old, you know, a little over 10 years old. So a lot of this stuff is still new. The technology is still very new. So what's the likelihood that all of these projects that are in this space are going to be here 10, 20 years from now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We already witnessed it with the internet. We saw how that went. So, you know, it's like, you know, you got to be smart about it. At least if you don't want to lose money, (laughs) I'll be smart about it. And I don't, I don't like losing money. So, uh, yeah. Right. No joke, man. Um, you know, one 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 thing I want to ask you too. Um, I ask this pretty much to every guest that comes on the podcast, um, and I'm honestly really curious to hear your answer. Um, what mark do you feel like you want to leave on the blockchain and cryptocurrency world? So, if I can, if CoinGecko and I, we can kind of encourage uh, the crypto space to look deeper and do more fundamental the research on each coin mm. and uh, and not just look at price per se like that would be like the most impactful thing that we can do uh, we can hope for so for example looking at the developer stats and social stats that would mean like a lot if anybody looks at, into it and and that to me you, you probably save yourself from many months of agony just by or buying any coins that do not have any developer stats any developer activity so yeah that, that will in short that will be one of the things that we hope to accomplish uh, we try everything that we can do to improve transparency on all these reports and it all basically builds up to the same thing which is basically help improve the knowledge of the average crypto guy in the space that is an awesome answer <laughs> uh, yeah I highly appreciate that yeah that's a that's a great answer because I yeah that's something that I really aim to do um, I, I want to help push that agenda through this podcast and talking to individuals like you who really have that knowledge and understand how important it is to, um, how important it is to do that fundamental research and to get that information, um, that is necessary. So it's like, I want people to listen to this podcast, hear that. And they're like, they're just kind of like, you know what? All right, maybe I will do some research, you know, and, and mm-hmm. really try to get some information on whatever it is that I'm interested in, whatever cryptocurrency projects, you know, whatever news I'm looking at, whatever exchange I'm looking at trading on, whatever the case, do research. I always tell people to do that. So that's that's an awesome yeah, answer, yeah. man. Definitely appreciate yeah. it. And man. very importantly, learn learn to keep your coin safe. Yes. My I always goodness. always tell this to people, like make sure you have your do not store your coins on exchanges. Like number of exchanges are getting hacked. It's insane. I've seen too many of them dying off. Uh, always have a hardware wallet in place, put your coins there, and then store it safely. Uh, not your keys, not your coins, right? That's what they say. Yep, that is absolutely what it said. Andres Antonopoulos, man, great quote, and I thoroughly believe in that. If not your private key, not your Bitcoin. I tell people that all the time. Do not leave your coins on exchanges. Pull them off, you know, get your get you a, a hard wallet and a hardware wallet or, you know, paper wallet, whatever the case, just you know, uh, put it in a secure place where you can access, only you can access, and where you know you don't have to worry about opening up your laptop one day, going onto your exchange, and you're like, okay, wait a minute, where did my coins go? <laughs> yeah, so, because yeah. I've seen that happen to too many people, and it's not a fun experience, especially when it's a lot mm-hmm. of money. So, yeah. I could definitely agree with that, man. Well, Bobby, man, again, I super appreciate you for coming on to the podcast, man, and chopping it up with me. Uh, I love what you're doing with CoinGecko. I know you're going to continue to do amazing things. Uh, keep it up, bro. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, really definitely. appreciate you uh, inviting me to your podcast. 
Uh, if you have any questions, always feel free to drop uh, drop us a line on CoinGecko, and always happy to answer. Ah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's just so everybody who's listening. Um, I'm telling you, you don't take my word for it. I'm telling you, go check out CoinGecko yourself. You'll see for yourself. Um, you you guys already know how I do it. I'm gonna have the show notes. I'll have information on CoinGecko, everything you need to know. You'll have the link in there so you can go to it. Um, I also drop some information in there about Bobby as well, so you can see him on Twitter and things like that. Um, and I mean, you guys already know. So, Bobby, you are absolutely welcome on this podcast whenever you want, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. We'd like to thank everyone for your support here at the Bullpen Podcast all season long and look forward to having you at the next episode. We'd also like to give a special thanks to the team behind the scenes that make this show possible. Today's show notes can be found on our website at thebullpenpodcast.io forward slash post show stats. Also, don't forget to like and retweet us at one bullpen podcast. That's the number one bullpen podcast and to watch Lyndon do some exciting and probably some weird things too tune into the snapchat at the crypto bully that's at the crypto bully it's been a pleasure and see you at the next show good night everyone